Hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another edition of the Barleycast. I'm Marcus, and I'm back. Um, I've been on a little bit, I wouldn't say a very long hiatus or anything. I just did not release a podcast the past Tuesday, and I'm going to be releasing one this Tuesday. Um, the main reason was uh podcast uh, kind of brought me down a little bit because, you know, it didn't really make as... Hasn't been really hitting high numbers like it used to, so it's just kind of been bringing me kind of down on doing the whole thing, and I don't know, I have just kind of haven't had the same passion as I used to when I used to do it. I mean, I've had the passion of coming up with show ideas and ideas for the show, but other than that, I haven't really had any, like idea of like what should be next or what am I going to do next or something like that or when am I going to do it or if I'm going to release a podcast episode you know I just haven't really had that same that same kind of feel for it like I did beforehand I mean it just kind of like I said it just kind of went away um nothing to do with uh the listen you the listeners or anything like that it's just um I've come up with some podcasts and stuff like that, and um, I've I've at least come up with like I got six. This one's sixty five. I got sixty six in the barrel, sixty seven, sixty eight in the barrel. So for those are ready to go. So, but at the same time, it's the whole thing of like wanting to do them has been my big pet peeve about it all it's just been like my attitude has just been kind of like yeah like I don't want to do it there's no point no one wants to listen to this podcast anyway that much anymore so but I'm gonna soldier on because eventually I will be taking a leave from the podcast and um be focusing on getting married here soon um and getting ready for that um then honeymoon, all that good stuff, you know, so, but yeah, that's uh, been my kind of my thing right now, is just, I haven't really, I don't know, I just haven't really missed, I don't know, I'm just starting to lose that passion that I used to have for doing it, and I really don't want to lose that passion quite yet, I want to keep it for as long as I can, Um, I don't, at this point, I don't know if, like, I'll get up to 100 episodes and then take my break, or... Because it's looking like it might get up to 70 episodes and then I'm going to be on a hiatus for a couple months. And then there won't be any barley cast for a while. And then I could return, you know, during the winter or during the fall. Or maybe I'll just return next year. Because just, like I said, it's just, um, I don't know, the listenership hasn't been, like I said, it hasn't been as quite as strong. And I don't blame anybody, you know, everybody's trying to who's busy and all that stuff you know but I don't know it just kind of you lose your passion after a while whenever you're not seeing any results after working like extremely hard on the pod like I've been working on the podcast extremely hard and trying to get my numbers up and trying to keep the shows interesting um I thought I had I thought I had like an idea of what people wanted to see but wanted to hear, but I guess not. I guess not a lot of you are fans of my uh, wrestling podcast, but you are fans of my podcast with guests on them. But I can't have a guest on all the time because my guests are 
have their own lives and stuff, but... And if you're also wondering if me and Chris are going to be doing talking in a room, uh, personally, I don't know. Um, I don't know how that would work because me and him are very similar on our podcast is like, we'll work on them for a long period of time. We'll have that, we'll have that fire in us. And then the flame just kind of goes out and we need the other person to ignite the flame to be like, come on, let's, you know, do your podcast again. I don't, I'm not saying I was his, the flame for him to return to his podcast, but you know, when we did Charlie's room beforehand, it was just me and him being like, come on, it's going to be fun. And like, we would have fun doing it. And then I don't know. He was, he was kind of like the help for me because when he's on my podcast, I have a little bit more fun than doing it by myself where I'm just kind of down here sitting in my basement and uh, (laughs) talking to a cell phone. (laughs) But anyway, let's get on with the show. Um, I know I said I was going to do my regular format of the show, but I personally don't want to start doing the my the uh, Barleycast pay-per-view streak just quite yet until there's more of it's more live. Uh, um, and it's not really because it's like I don't want to do them. It's just because I don't know. I'd rather have it live, and then there would be no question if I've cheated or anything like that. I don't because doing it like when I did it for Mania, it just felt weird because it felt like there was a attitude of like, did he cheat? Because I did go twelve and zero, so it's like I don't want to, you know, accidentally read something or see something or something like that. So it's just kind of like I'm just gonna wait until they start doing live pay per views, which I'm weirded out that they haven't started doing that yet, and they've just kind of stuck to like taping them um but yeah until they start doing live pay-per-views that's when i will start doing my reviews because they're still doing tapings of pay-per-views and i really don't think that would be fair for you the fan the listeners because it would i like like i said it would partially make me think if i was a listener like oh, is he cheating or is like is did he look so no we're just gonna wait i'm gonna wait until they start doing live pay-per-views i don't know when that is i think it's gonna be around SummerSlam, and then i'll go back to my normal format of pay-per-viewing but i will start doing the nxt takeovers as a podcast as well but anyway let's get on with the show the United States Championship match, Apollo Crews versus Andrade for on the kickoff show, which is crazy because, I mean, you have such two talented wrestlers and you have put them on the kickoff show and you made Apollo Crews the, the United States Champion, who has done a hell of a job as the United States Champion. I mean, I would say Andrade and him made a perfect match i don't know why it has to be on the kickoff show but i mean i'm not running the company if i was they wouldn't have been open for the how long how however long they've been open right now because they've been open for a while now and they probably shouldn't have um and that match winner is apollo cruz went on to defeat andrade via pinfall to retain the united states title Grade of the match was a b minus the women's tag team championship match: Bailey and Sasha Banks versus the Iconics versus Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. Personally, I don't, 
I don't really care to see Bailey and Sasha as the tag team champions. I mean, it's congrats, cool, but I think Bailey and Sasha need to eventually end up feuding again. And but WWE is going to do their own thing and just keep them as separated as they can. But if it was me personally, like I said, if I was running the show, this whole show would have been a lot more different. Um, but yeah, um, I also think Bailey should have defended her SmackDown title at the same time because I don't know. I think it's weird that they don't have her. They have like certain champions take the night off. Like, it's like, why don't you make them defend the belt? Well, they're going to have the night off. They defended the belt like a month ago. So, yeah, um, Bailey and Sasha uh, won to retain their, their tag team titles. Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. Um, I've seen, like, bits and pieces of this match. Um, they were trying to do, like, a real, like, heavy story on it. Where it's like Jeff Hardy, the drug addict, you know, former loser. Now, you know, redemption. And then he loses. So it was like, huh. Like, okay. That was a letdown. I mean, you're building him up to be like, he's this is his redemption match. And then he just fucking loses. And then you're just like, oh, um, okay. Like, what happens to Sheamus next? Does he get an... You know they're going to give Sheamus a, cha- a shot at a title, but you know for a fact they're not going to let him like win it. So that's the thing that sucks about it. Um, Sheamus ended up defeating Jeff Hardy via pinfall. The Raw Women's Championship, Asuka versus Nia Jax. Ooh, um, Asuka, I don't have a lot to say about this match. Um... I know people have a big problem with Nia Jax. Um, I don't dislike her, but there is some stuff she does in the ring that's very unsafe. Um, the fact that she was at Kyrie Zane, uh, she fucking threw her head into the steps. I people would be like, they were still steps. They're not still steps. Still steps can't make a sound of like dong like that. So they're not actual still steps. But the fact that she threw her in there so hard it busted up her head and now she has a concussion, I do. I think Nia needs to be sent back to de- developmental. I mean, it worked for Big Show, so it's like, why don't you guys just do that to her too? Like, send her back. Because she's starting to become very unsafe as a worker. And uh, if you guys don't see it, I mean, you're just fucking wrong. Asuka um, defeated... Oh, wait. Hold on. Asuka versus Nia Jax ended in a double count. That's a cop-out. That's bullshit. If you're wondering if I watched these match matches, I did. I watched the pay-per-view. But my god, it's too fucking long. Especially for a backlash pay-per-view to be three hours long. I mean, if you count in the kickoff show, it's a four-hour pay-per-view. Where it's like two hours less than WrestleMania. That's how long this pay-per-view was. And it's not even, like, a big key pay-per-view. It used to be the pay-per-view that came on after Mania. Which was Mania and then Backlash. So, yeah, it was kind of long. I didn't really... I was zoning in and out half the time. I was either playing on my phone or doing something. I mean, this... You know, this is the greatest pay-per-view. This is the greatest match of all time. Um... The Universal Championship match, Braun Strowman versus The Miz and John Morrison. I feel like this didn't make any sense. Um, 
I feel like Braun is just kind of like he's the big main champion, but at the same time he's gonna he is the transitional champion. Like you know they're gonna set up for Braun Strowman versus the Fiend, and you know Braun Strowman's gonna beat the Fiend. So it's just I don't know. It's one of those matches where you're just like, eh. like Braun Strowman versus the Miz. Oh, cool. Uh, a squash a squash match with like high profile wrestlers known as Miz and Morrison. I think the I don't know like the Miz and Morrison thing. I'm hoping John Morrison eventually turns on the Miz because the last time those two teamed, the Miz um, when they broke up, the Miz beat beat up John Morrison. So I'm hoping they have a cool little story with John Morrison. I don't know, a lot of these old 2000 wrestlers to 2009 wrestlers that I used to watch in the past don't really have the same hold for me as they used to when I was a kid. Like, Jeff Hardy matches. Like, it's just like, I don't really care. Like, who cares? And seeing John Morrison and The Miz together, it's just one of those things where it's like, who fucking cares? Like, I really don't care. Um... Strowman ended up defeating Miz and Morrison's via pinfall to retain the title. Huh. Yep, that's how I felt about that match. It was boring. The, the setup for that match was boring. Um, I could have gave two shits less um, about the match, personally. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um, the... CBS Sports gave it a great C, and I think they're being generous because, honestly, I thought the match was fucking stupid. Um, the WWE Championship match, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. I actually like this match. I actually thought it was a good match. Um, I like that Drew McIntyre is the champion, and I like that it was two big men wrestling for the WWE title where, you know, the universal titles held by Braun Strowman. Um, but Drew McIntyre went on to defeat Bobby Lashley because of, um, interruption by Lana, who borderline botched her come out when she came out to, like, argue with the referee. It was just dumb, because she, like, climbed up the stairs, and she got, like, halfway up, stopped, looked at the ref, and the referee was like, come on, and then she came up and was like, what are you doing? You're cheating, and it was just like... Oh, boy. Like, this is dumb. <laughs> this is really dumb. Um, but, yeah, Drew McIntyre went on to retain the title. Um, personally, for me, I felt like this match should have went on last. Call me old-fashioned, but I think the title match should be the last match of the card. Not some, not a part-timer and a old-timer. Just because, you know, it's Edge and Randy doesn't mean it should be the main event of the fucking pay-per-view. It wasn't the main event at Mania. It shouldn't be the main event of a Backlash pay-per-view. Um, I know WWE's attitude's like, well, well, Drew was the fucking main event at the Mania this year, you know? Why can't Edge and Randy hold it for this year? It's like, I mean, because. It's like no one wants to see two part-time guy, two guys who... Randy, I'll give him credit. He does wrestle a lot throughout the year, but Edge is like, it's like every other pay-per-view. He's not wrestling on Raw. He's not wrestling on SmackDown. He's not wrestling on NXT. Like, personally speaking, I don't really care to see them be the main event of a fucking pay-per-view. And if Edge is fully back, don't put him on a full schedule, but at least make him go wrestle on Raw or SmackDown 
or something like that. I personally want to see Edge back on SmackDown because, you know, when I think of SmackDown, I think of Edge. But that's just me. Beginning on with the show, um, the Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders uh, in a brawl across the Performance Center. Um, if you thought their sketches were great, this is the pinnacle of it all. Because we legit thought we were going to get a match between the two, and we have not. It's still a comedy sketch, and it's still continuing. And I, you've, re it's reached the point where it's like, dear God, when is this shit going to end? When we can go on with our fucking lives, because this shit's getting old. And old quick. Um, it went on to be a, just like, a legit comedy sketch. Hold on one second. Yeah, it just went on to be a... Sorry about that. It just went on to be a comedy sketch, and I'm just kind of getting tired of it. Because you know they have the attitude of, like, who's the best tag team pretty soon, and you're just like, no one fucking knows because you guys won't let them wrestle for the belts. Like, defend the tag team titles. I know, I know AEW has the same tag team champions on the show, and they've had it there for the longest time, because AEW claims to be tag team wrestling. I will give them that. They kind of are, and they're kind of not, because the people who are the tag team champions are not a tag team. Um, they were just part of a YouTube series. Uh. Um, and you guys do put on high-profile tag team matches, but never for the belt. So... Those belts kind of seem pointless at this point. And they just seem kind of redundant at this point. Because it's just like, hey look, it's fucking, you know... Kenny Omega and fucking Hangman Page are the tag team champions. It's like, if Ring of Honor or New Japan Pro Wrestling never thought about doing that, why the fuck are you guys doing that? And I know I'm just kind of stretching it out here on the podcast to be angry, but... Personally, for me, like I said, I just don't like seeing Kenny Omega and Hangman Page as the tag team champions. Um, the way they were building up Hangman Page was oh, it was kind of cool, but it kind of lost its steam when they were like, they're the tag team champions now. And it's like, oh, like, like maybe, you know, you guys should have put, you know, the TNT title on Hangman Page and not the fucking tag titles. I don't know. For me personally, I think Hangman Page and Kenny Omega need to lose those tag team titles. Just like the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders need to fucking wrestle for the goddamn tag titles. My God. I mean, it's just getting old, like seeing belts not defended. Or if they're going to get defended, it's like a last minute like switcheroo where it's like, oh, now they're friends. And it's like, oh my God. Um, if you want to know the winner of this match... um. There was no winner. It was just, like I said, it was legit, ended up being a comedy sketch. So the belts were never defended. Um, they ended up, the Street Profits and the Viking Riders ended up teaming up to be known as the Viking Profits to face off against random ninjas. So, I mean, it, it like I said, it was fucking retarded. Well, just fucking, just, I just fucking hate it. I'm sorry, I'm upset. Like, this, like, WWE has pissed me off just like AEW has pissed me off. It was just dumb. Like, I didn't like it. I didn't, I'm sorry I used the word retarded. I mean, 
I'm a product from the 90s, so I'm not saying that to be mean or anything, but it, it was just, I just didn't fucking like it. I should say that. I'm, I didn't fucking like it. It was just, it was just fucking stupid. I mean, it was like, you guys promised us there was going to be a clear-cut winner, either the Street Profits or the Viking Raiders for the tech, Raw Tag Team titles. And at the last minute, you fucking teamed them up to be the Viking Prophets to face off against ninjas. Ninjas. Like, it was fucking dumb. Like, I didn't fucking like it. It was just dumb. And that, and CBS Sports gave it a C-, and that's being generous. It really is. I mean, for me personally, it was more like a D plus, D- minus for me. Or a D. Like, it shouldn't get a minus or a plus. It was a D. Like, it was, it was like you promised us a match... You had them brawling out in the parking lot, and then it was like, here's ninjas. And it was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? I know everybody else was just like, this was awesome. But, like, for me, it's like, you promised me a wrestling match, and you didn't deliver. So, you're not going to get praise for it. It's, you're just going to look at looked at like, what are you doing? <sighs> but anyway, um, on to the greatest wrestling match ever. Um, Edge versus Randy Orton. I wouldn't say it was the greatest wrestling match ever. I would say it was a good wrestling match. I'll give it that. Uh, my God. They legit, CBS Sports gave it an A+. WWE really paid these guys very heavily to give them that. Um, the only reason I wouldn't say it was the greatest ever is because the wrong person won. Um... I watched the match fully. They should have just made it an Iron Man match. Because it was an hour-long wrestling match. Um, personally, for me, I lost interest in the mat whole match. is because Edge apparently got injured during the match. So, he wasn't really at full speed. He was at half speed. Um, also... Like I said, I felt like the wrong person won. I know people are going to be like, well, Randy had a win at least once. And it's like, but yeah, but now, like, where do they go from here? If Edge would have won, it would have been the greatest match of all time. Like, Okada versus Kenny Omega. They had three matches. What was it? They had, like, Okada versus Omega, where it was... They had four, like, Okada versus Omega was a great series of matches because it all added up perfectly. Where it was like, Okada beats Omega, Omega beats Okada. Um, then they have a stallmate, and then Kenny uh, wins. Where everybody, I will say Okada is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. At the same time, it was like, we finally get to see Kenny Omega win the IWGP World Heavyweight title. The something that we've all been waiting for him to win. And he finally gets it. So it's the biggest payoff of all time. Where like this, it's like, well, you know, Edge won the last man Sandy match. Randy has won the greatest match of all time match. It's like, and but Edge got injured and tore his biceps. So he's going to be out for like, what, like six or seven months, six to eight months. So now it's just like, so now we got to wait on the third match, which is going to be a stallmate. And then we're going to get the fourth match. I will say this, I enjoyed their match at Mania. I enjoyed this match, but it would have just made more sense if Edge may have won. Or 
I, I don't know what they're planning on. I don't know what WWE's trying to do with these two. I feel like Edge needs to go off and face someone else besides Randy constantly. Because it was just weird whenever they were like, these two have history. It was like, yeah, yeah, they were just a tag team at one point. Like, other than that, they never really, like, wrestled all the time. But I don't know. I mean, sorry I got so upset there. Uh, but, yeah, um, Randy went on to win by, I think he punted him in the head or something. I can't really remember a lot of it from the match last night. Because, like I, like I said, it was last night, and like I ended up falling asleep right after the show was over. Um, but, yeah, folks. Um, hopefully, you know, the next pay-per-view they do is a tad bit better. And, but I don't know. I don't know. I will say this. The fans there, having them there was actually pretty fun. The performers were there who were having, who were clapping on the thing and doing all that. That was pretty fun seeing that. And the react, I don't know if WWE, WWE had to have add, added in like a sound system of crowds cheering and booing. Because like when Randy won and the crowd started booing, it was like there's no fucking way that's there. That's that many people. I mean, it works. Because it adds more drama to the matches. Whenever, like, I don't care if it's a sound effect. I really don't care. If it's people clapping. It's like we're in a worldwide pandemic right now still. So, and the fact that we're not going to be able to. There's not going to be live events until 2021. Which is about, what, like, six months away. Five or six months away. So, I mean, uh, you know, if that's what they're going to do. I mean, who really cares? At this point. Um, but yeah. Sorry if I come off pretty hostile to on this podcast. Um, I was going to the... I guess I'll give you a little story of what happened to me. This morning, I was going to the store. Um, because during the week weekend when I work, I work in the morning. So I grab three energy drinks. One for Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And uh, I was walking to the store and a car, which was going like 30 to 40 miles per hour down a parking lot of a store, um, was going that fast. And I was kind of just walking my normal pace because I was by a stop sign, so the car was going to stop. No, this car decided to like roll the stop sign and nearly hit me to the point where I had to run up. And then yell at the person, what the fuck is wrong with you, you stupid fucking cunt? I mean, I was not happy. <laughs> um, if you're wondering if people, like, saw me, they did. If they said anything, no. Because the person who almost hit me basically, like, ro slowed down and, like, just waved and was like, I'm sorry. And it was, if you're wondering who it was, if it was a female or a male, it was a female. It was an older lady. And if you're wondering, like, what was she doing? Maybe she didn't see it. If she cannot see, she should not be driving. Because I don't know if she was on her phone or what she was or looking down. But she is in a grocery lot parking lot. And she should be paying attention fully because people are walking. And people have the right of way when walking in a grocery store parking lot. Fun fact for you. Cars do not have the right of way in a grocery store parking lot. People do. 
So you have to let people walk by. You have to stop. If someone's leaving the store, you have to stop if they're still walking. Because you, the driver, do not have the right of way. The people walking do. Because I used to work at a store. And that's something they told me as a fact. That, um, so yeah, that kind of, that really pissed me off this morning. This morning and, um... Fired me up enough to do this podcast, so now next I'm going to go upstairs and uh, watch uh, a new movie called Scoob, um, then come downstairs to do review it, also with the other movie I recently watched, which was The King of Staten Island. So I will be doing those, reviewing those podcasts, and then eventually um, I will be reviewing Friarfest. Which I think is out this Saturday. If you're wondering when I'm going to release this podcast, I will be releasing it uh, either today or next Tuesday. I don't really know quite yet. Um, part of me is like, maybe I should do it next Tuesday so I can have an episode. And another, there's another part of me is like, uh, I made you a lot of you listeners wait to for another episode to come out, so... Maybe I should just go ahead and release the episode now on Thursday instead of just having a lot of you just keep on waiting. But yeah, sorry about that for um, not releasing episode Tuesday. Uh, Just like I said at the beginning of the show, just haven't really been in the mood to do do it that much anymore. Um, I'm starting to lose... I'm starting to lose the... uh, feel for podcasting it's starting to go away i'm trying to get it back but at the end of the day it's probably just going to be me ended up taking time off from the podcast to focus on all my other stuff going on in my life um but yeah hopefully you enjoyed this episode i enjoyed making it for you sorry it's not as long as it normally an episode could be but it's the backlash pay-per-view i mean how long do you want this pay-per-view to go But anyway, hopefully you enjoyed this. I enjoyed making it for you. Like I said, you can go follow me and like me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at BarleyCast. And you can find me on Facebook, The BarleyCast. Until next time, this has been another edition of The BarleyCast. See ya.